Hello and welcome to Sidekick Success. Today we are going to be talking about six reasons why you should be staying on, on brand. brand. This will be fun. It's a, a little bit of a recap uh, earlier on in our podcasting experiences. We were talking about why uh, adding random stuff to your brand isn't necessarily good if you're not really being concise with the way that you're crafting your vision. And so today talking a little bit about how and why you should be staying on brand should be a good conversation. I am all about this topic. This is something that is, is true to my heart because if you're going to do something, then you, you might as well do it all the way mm -hmm. and stick to what your vision was. Amen. Have you ever seen... Say on. Have you ever seen <laughs> the video of Arnold Schwarzenegger's recent speech or something went viral? Uh I don't know. He was speaking. I saw his movie. Basically, what he said, and it really <laughs> resonated with me because he talked about how you should never have a plan B. You what what never speech are you talking about? Have a, it was a motivational speech he did, and it was like a recent. Up. I don't know. It might might have been. It might not have been. I was watching it on YouTube last night, and it really stuck because he said, "You should never have a plan B." Okay. Because if you have a plan B, that means you are planning to fail. Well, planning to fail, but you're also wasting time and resources and effort towards something that's not what your goal or vision is. And I think this can relate to what we're talking about because mm -hmm. it's if you're going to do what you're going to do and you did all your research and the data is there, then once you start, don't start veering off doing all these other different things. Mm -hmm. But because I'm the type of person, I'm like, I want plan B, C, D, E, F. Right, right. As a Enneagram one, I'm always thinking about the what ifs. So I think this is such a, a, a interesting thing to think about is if you're going to do it, just focus solely on what you are trying to accomplish and don't think about anything else. So many things are coming to my head right now. Yeah, recently you talked um, a few episodes back about swimming and heading in the course and only every once in a while yeah. you look up and make sure you're on point. Realign. Yep. Um, we talked about the dip, the idea there of knowing when to go for it and when to not go for it. And if you're going to go for it, kind of like what you're saying, then go once you've established that there is a reasonable market, a niche yep. that you can get into. Um, gosh, that, that, that's a pretty powerful statement that you made there. I think for sure is if you've, if you've decided to make something go, the only thing that comes to my mind is exit strategy. And I feel like you've always got to have an out in a way, somehow, shape or form, but yeah, I guess it doesn't I, I, have to be plan B per se. And maybe that is the ultimate objective. But here's, here's the next question then. If you are planning your business around an exit strategy, then that's a whole different, or, but also if you're, if you're staying on course, to get to this exit strategy, you can't think about this exit strategy. Early. You're thinking about how do I get to the point oh, where great. I've That's accomplished. That's your 10 year vision. Yeah. And yeah, you can always adjust those goals and things. It's a great point. I love yeah. what you're saying right there. That's good. Well, um, jumping into branding, this is something that I think we've talked about numerous times and I'm going to try to poke the bear a little bit with uh, the idea of awesome. logo design. I want you to think, how many martial arts schools do you feel have great branding? Uh, not a lot. Very few. And my opinion on this has really shifted back and forth over the years. 
when I first started, it was all about the logo. Like, mm-hmm. You put so much time and effort into it. I think it's so important. Into that? But, but. What, what logo are you talking about? Hey, the one you used. <laughs> but going back. I want to talk but, about but time and of, effort. But I, but I, Some I, font in a circle. Somewhere. Mind blowing. Yeah, <laughs> you had that plastered everywhere. <laughs> Anyways, it really, it comes down to what I've read in the past. And something that just stood out was was that it doesn't really matter how good looking the logo is. Just as long as it's, it's consistent mm-hmm, and you don't mm-hmm. change it all the time. Right. Because there's even franchises out there. There's so many locations. and Mediocre sh- design. Oh, my gosh. It's like, how's that logo? Well, okay. Like let's, Big Biscuit? Have you, oh, yeah. Hideous logo. But let's, let's dive into that just a little bit. My thoughts on what you're saying is... You kind of have to have one or the other in in mind. Is it the product that you're differentiating that we have this? Like, for example, let's use Big Biscuit. They have really kind of a, a, a niche product. That yeah. How many other people specialize in um, biscuits and gravy? Right. You know, that they've got these they? giant, I've never been. huge, giant biscuits. So like the only ones. I thought you're it's here, right 100%. Over next right, your right, right next door. It's right next to your so, business. They, um, if you haven't noticed, that's why he's gained weight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. The, um, the, but yeah, no one else does that. So then they kind of take a step back on their, their maybe logo design because their product speaks for itself. Yeah. And you know, my belief on this, it's the product should always be the number one focus. Mm -hmm. And I I see it in tears. Mm -hmm. So it's great product and then crappy logo. Right. That's first. Okay. And then you have great product and then great logo. Oof, that's, that's the, the best. That's the best. Yeah. But you can get away with both. Mm-hmm. And if you notice the first one, you have a crappy logo. Yep. But the worst is crappy product, crappy, crappy logo, logo, an mm-hmm. inconsistent logo mostly. So it needs to be, if you're going to have a bad logo, then make sure you use that bad logo everywhere. Right. Because then it's just all about recall. Because there's just so many, so many businesses that you use. And you recognize them. And it's not necessarily because you admire the logo. It's just, you know, it's almost like having something. I hate to say this. This is so bad. But it's just like a person. If you <laughs> don't, don't, don't go it. there. Don't. All right. We'll talk, about, <laughs> we'll talk about YouTube. Have you ever seen the, like, top 10 ugliest NBA players? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was, like, Sam Cassell was, like, the oh, yeah. or something. Gosh, that is but you recognize him and you know George Marison. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's a great video. By the Gosh, way. absolutely, I've seen it. But it's irrelevant if they if the if the logo is attractive or not. Right, it's irrelevant. It uh, needs to just be consistent. Now let's go back to what we were talking about at the beginning. It's talking about planning. If you're going to be trying to leverage your logo to draw in attention to your yeah. brand, then that logo needs to be attractive to the people that you're trying to draw sure. in based off of that. And we're going to get into Best that. Best scenario bit, is that the logo, it, it's, it looks good. Speaks to your customer. And it, 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 it really attracts the people you are trying to reach. Right, right, right. So for example, my logo has a, like a AK 47 on it and I'm trying to reach the liberal marketplace of women, moms, Right. Probably doesn't. doesn't work. <laughs> it's not working. Yeah. All right. So step number one, uh, today we're talking about improving recognition. Uh, and this is specifically again, related to branding. And so the idea there is that the face of your business is the logo. The very first thing that they see is yep. that. So it's gotta be something memorable, simple, but memorable, but also 
powerful and specific to what you're trying to achieve. It's a delicate balance to find a logo that makes great sense. Readable. Readable is a big one. Mm-hmm. And, and I think telling what you do, there are a lot of instances out there where I feel like you've got people make great designs, but the design doesn't tell you anything about the business. And so unless you're going to be doing a lot of that work, I always go back to that, that book, the dip, it says, if you want to go through all of the hard work to make your brand memorable, even though you don't have a memorable logo, then you probably could have done something better, a more memorable logo to help you not have to go through all the struggles of getting people to understand what you do. Yeah. So that's a good one. What are your thoughts there? It says simple, simple enough to be memorable, powerful enough to give an accurate impression of your business. I think that's perfect. I think a lot of logos are are too complex, mm-hmm. too complicated. I think they're, from what I've seen, if we're going to specific, specifically talk about logos, the owner is so involved with the creation of the logo. That's why it, become, it looks, just looks ugly mm-hmm. because the owner is not a designer. Right, right, right. And, uh, it's all based off of personal feel. Right. A little what bit. they yeah. think looks good. Mm-hmm even though that's not their background. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. their background is design, we actually did visit a uh, local microbrewery because we were doing some video work for them. And the owner was a, a graphic designer by trade. Oh my gosh. That's what he did before he started this Rough business. Rough life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> graphic design and a beer. Yeah. But his, his logo is great. He does all of his beer logos. Oh, wow. You know how you have yep, all those the pulls. handles? Yeah. yeah. So they were all very good, but that's a rare instance where the actual owner knows what he's doing. Yeah, ninety-nine percent of the time they it's don't. Not the case. Yeah, and it's funny. I am um, I'm talking to another business owner, and they uh, wanted advice on a logo, and I'm like, just hire, just pay a couple hundred bucks. Yep. Even if it's five hundred bucks. Like, yeah. How it's much worth are you going to use that? Timer money. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness! It, it's just a it's it's such a good investment. Or it just makes sense to spend some money and get a professional to design it. But also thinking about, like, think about how is it relating to your business? Mm -hmm. And not necessarily do you have a picture of a kicking guy on there if you're going to be teaching karate, but the feel. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about the feel of a logo. Does it feel clean? Does it feel feminine or masculine? And for me, our logo, it really resonates just with me and who I am my personality well clean and i've always liked this blue so it's personal to me uh but i guess the whole point of this is just put thought into it to to kind of wrap that up a little bit one of the things that i think is interesting is how people try to make their logo in a vacuum instead of thinking about the ecosystem that that logo is going to live in like putting it on t-shirts putting it on gear putting it on their building taking our first logo right absolutely and and it is interesting i think people you can make a really cool logo that goes really awesome on paper or it looks really good on yeah. a black background or a white background, but yep. then you, you end up trying to put your logo in a place and they're like, that's not going to work. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of logos like that. It is just lack of thought. Complicated. It, was, yeah. it wasn't thought through enough all the way. So that's, that's the one. So the recognition piece is huge yep. just to make sure that you can stay top of mind. So if people can see your logo and understand quickly what it is, super important. The second reason why that's very important is to create trust. Yep. And what I what I actually was thinking about when I was marking that down, the idea of creating trust says, do you trust someone who's wildly inconsistent and looks disorganized or something along those lines? It's a good point. 
right? If your logo is super clean, it looks organized and it's consistently presented, then there is. Because you're also, you're, you're also creating predictability. Absolutely. I understand what I'm going to get when I see this thing, right? There's a certain piece there. And a lot of times you see business owners that are jumping around from platform to platform, Mm -hmm. you know, this kind of video, this kind of video, this kind of video is just sloppily done, but you're, you're doing what you always say, get content out there. But I, and, and bless my soul for slowing everything down to the, the speed of a turtle. I don't want to put something out there if it's not going to be consistent with the brand that I want to build, even if it's taking more time than I want it to take, because I want to try to come up with this look and feel, mm-hmm. and I don't want to veer all over the place with it. We will get back to the podcast shortly. If you have been listening to the Sidekick Success podcast for a while now, you might be wondering what's next. Visit SidekickSuccess.com and schedule a free business coaching call. This will be a no pressure, no used car sales conversation where we will get to know you and your business's goals. Some people want more customers, some want more income, while others just want to build a business that successfully operates by itself. We will then tell you with complete honesty what you need to do to achieve those goals. If you want to hire us as your coach and guide along the way, great, we can help create your action plan and hold you accountable. If not, no hard feelings, you at least know where you will need to start. Again, visit sidekicksuccess.com and schedule the free business coaching call. We'd love to meet you. And now let's get back to the podcast. I know there's a little bit of flexibility there. Nobody's going to, you know, be be killing you if you're a little off once in a while. But the idea is staying consistent helps to build the trust. Absolutely. So is there any other thought there? It says the the idea for you with your brand, the color scheme, did you pay any attention to uh, market kind of awareness to blue? I did versus- not. And I, I wish I did. And I kind of just went on a, a, a gut feeling. I don't know. It always comes back to, the importance of having pride in your logo. Mm-hmm. I wear my my logo every single day, and it's very similar to like T-Mobile CEO, how he wears. Because I've kind of gone gone back and forth. Like, why am I wearing my own logo all the time? Well, that's because I, I like it. And second, I have pride in it. But you know, like the CEO of T-Mobile, he wears a every single time I see him in a picture, he's like wearing a magenta T-Mobile shirt. Every single time with hmm. a suit, with a suit coat. <laughs> but I think it's worth talking about the importance of having pride. And again, going back to when I was creating our logo, it came back to what do I like? Because that's really what it comes down to is it's not necessarily finding that market. It really comes down to finding something about yourself that you're going to, that you have interest in and then finding like-minded people who also like that. Yep. That's really what it comes down to. Not only the customers, but the employees. That's an interesting perspective. Cause you're not going to change, you know, you're not going to set like change yourself for the market. Mm-hmm. You've got to basically find a market that matches what you like. Right. <clears throat> Cause that's where the passion's going to be. Oh. Can't fake it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Next up on the list is the idea of your branding supporting your advertising. Mm-hmm. And what I what I actually was thinking here, I mentioned earlier being top of mind, but 
this thing is kind of interesting. If your logo looks good yep. and people therefore would like to wear your logo, like you were just talking about, I'm, if I'm happy wearing my logo. You're happy wearing your logo. I'll walk all over the place. If people ask me about it, I'm excited to tell them what it is that I'm doing. Yeah. A lot of times you see maybe people that aren't interested in wearing the logo because they don't like the way that it looks. And in I that case, I see it all the time. I, I see a lot of um, even martial arts school owners. Yeah. They're well coming in jeans and a, like a shirt. I'm like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. That looks nothing like your brand. Yeah. Right? Not even the jeans is jeans. How is jeans athletic base related kinda. to what we do? Whitewash jeans with a fanny pack. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it just doesn't, it doesn't connect with me. Right. And we, I've always kind of had the same, we're veering off on what we wear, but who cares? Uh, like the same style because yep. it's like fitness, but kind of classy fitness. Yep. I'm not going to come in with a, you know, cut off tank top. Uh, you had that one crop top though. Yeah. I didn't say crop top. Oh. Maybe that was your weekend, <laughs> <laughs> but just where, you know, you just got to put thought into it. It's yeah. the same thing you keep talking about. Everything is. Think about it. Let's not like, Let's not just wing it. Let's not wing it and just do whatever you feel like doing that day. Put some thought into what how you're presenting yourself. <laughs> wait, Goodness wait. gracious. Exactly. So the, the point of that is, though, it's interesting that people will, what do you we'll always say, trip over dollars to pick up pennies? Yeah. So instead of putting together a really awesome brand and logo that people are excited about, I'm going to put that to the back burner, then therefore giving up all of that potential advertising that people would take when they are excited about wearing your logo too, because of how awesome it looks. Yep. Which is kind of funny. Uh, number four on the list, branding builds value. And I'm going to read right off of this this time because I thought it was a powerful statement. A strong brand often guarantees future business when borrowing funds, for example, the banks will look at and understand your entire business. So having a solid business plan and a quality look and feel can't hurt your process. Mm -hmm. So the same thing says the more you value creating brand value, the better the results from those efforts will be. Yep. I thought that was pretty wild. And it's, it's just one of those things where you can just look at the companies around you that are su succeeding. Mm -hmm. And especially the ones that has been around for a long time, they all have their own specific branding. And I really want people to understand branding is not just a logo. It's not just your colors. <laughs> branding is how you do business. Right. That's really who what you are. What is right. your brand stand you? for your mission? Yeah. And just figuring out how can you, first of all, you have to figure out what is your brand. And second is being consistent. How do you, but then the next most important question is how can you be consistent every day? And that's where the processes and systems come in. You have to have those established, especially when you have more people on board, because then we have all the different personalities who think that this is the correct way or this mm. one feels right, but it's not actually the brand. So going back to what we preach almost every single episode, you need your processes written down or videoed or whatever, and then your systems that are, are connected to what you're trying to accomplish. And then once you do this over time, that is what creates a brand. I've been in our area now for 13 years and people understand that once they are looking for martial arts, we are an option. And specifically if your child is shy or is struggling with um, playing 
general sports, like team sports, we are here. And we're the, the, the place to go for martial arts. And even recently, it's with kids with special needs. Mm -hmm. But that's our branding. Yep. That's essentially what you it put is. Put it out there. We've Logo talked about it. Logo doesn't matter. Yeah. People still call it calls Coes. Yeah. Like we're not Coes. Yeah. <laughs> it's Co Martial Arts. Which, but yeah. I don't care. They I'm still like, call me Coes. Yeah, exactly. Do they really? They do. They're like What's the, yours? the old phone number. I understand. Yours is recent yeah. still. But, very, but the whole point of this. Raw. It's very recent. Right. The point of this up. is like it's again, the logo is not the brand. Right. It's what is the perception? What is that picture that people paint? and draw in their brain, in their mind, mm -hmm. when they're thinking about that category, and then your business either pops up or not. When uh, your customers leave your space, what do they say about your company? That's another one too. And the idea there too of what do you want them to say about yeah. your company? So, you know, I've got an interesting segue. As you were talking about this, it made me think, I, I mentioned to you yesterday, I was rereading E-Myth. Yep. And I think I was reading through chapter four or five or something along these lines, and it talked about moving through into the adolescent stages. And there's a, a piece in there about the owner of the company who um, hires his first employee, gets mm -hmm. all excited about hiring his first employee and realizes now I can drop this off on your desk and now I have more free time and I get to do all these. And then the, the idea of the building process where he handed off uh, hiring to the new employee, Harry, and Harry hired some stock people and hi Harry hired a salesperson and Harry did all the work. And, mm -hmm. and so the owner's kind of like blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden what happens is the owner comes back and says, why are you doing this like that? Yeah. Who taught you to do this this way? Right. This isn't what's going on. Right. And because he got detached. And so when you were just talking about systems and processes and everybody doing things differently and how important that is, your branding is no different. It says that if you're, if you're sort of outsourcing the recruitment of your people, your tribe, imagine that for a second, that instead of you building your own family, somebody gives like, gives you a child. Here's your, this is yours. Right. Right. You totally don't have the same feeling for that as you would if you would have created it or sought it out. Yep. Not that, you know, obviously it's not apples to apples there, but the idea. So number five on the list is inspiring employees. And so what, what I, uh, idea, the segue that I was having is when employees come on and they think about your mission and they, they can align themselves with that vision. Yep. How incredibly powerful and synergistic that can be. And not even, it's not even, a, it doesn't just stop there. It's also about finding the right people. Right. And I'm such a big fan of being extremely transparent on who we are, what we're trying to accomplish. But I could do, I can say, so Erin is behind the camera right now and she's our marketing manager. And I know part of the reason why she decided to join the team was because she liked our branding. <laughs> so this is another example and you're correct inspires employees but also will attract good employees absolutely when you are and that's something also i've been thinking about too is when we when i when we built our own building and basically really starting getting disciplined on our processes and who we are it's not just about getting more customers it's about getting better employees and more of the correct more of the better yeah yeah more of the better so it's it like I, like you said, it does inspire employees, but also attracts better employees to join your team. That's an interesting, interesting statement there. So let's go back. I'm a potential customer who's interested in taking martial arts. I've got a guy who takes 
or teaches out of the back alley of the local brewery. Right. All right. Mm, certain clientele is going to be interested in this space. I have a small, dingy, dank, thousand square foot studio. Okay. What kind of staff is like, I'm so excited to go to work yeah, every day yeah. in this little space. And then you keep building up this vision. You say, I'm going to be in a 13 story office building filled with gyms and all of the, and people are like, I, I love going to work. We have all of these amenities and eat, like every single piece of that, the, the potential customers will be more excited about what it yep. is that you offer your amenities the, the employees will be more excited about what you offer. And so building up to your own building and getting yourself out of those retail spaces can be a powerful transition all by itself yeah. because it really legitimizes the business. And I really start to, I really start to see that there's like a cap of the type of people you can get when you're running this little dinky small, yeah. you know, Just retail look at the, shop. Look you're not going to get, you're not going to get like the best. Easy, easy examples. Look at the kinds of businesses that are in strip malls, restaurants. All right. Compare it to successful national chains yeah and then compare it to the right street. restaurants usually have their own building standalone buildings right. all the time right which is kind of funny i mean it's not to say that there aren't successful restaurants in there but they're yeah. usually like fast food ish or something i think that's also that really plays into the branding too mm -hmm. when and i know what it does for me personally just in my perception of the business is when a restaurant is in its own standalone building it just feels like more legitimate mm -hmm. and it's it's like a real restaurant. You know, the ones that I've seen that may be a little different, those farm to table, a lot of the farm to table places are kind of in, in a, that's a different niche. I think yeah. just because the expectations are different. And also the environment that yeah. kind and of, if you're searching for the mom and pop, which is, it's like switched yeah. where people don't want that. But for our industry, I don't think it's, it's definitely not there. Yeah. That's not <laughs> it, it hasn't yeah. gone to, it hasn't make it, made that circle. <laughs> you know what? I want a stinky <laughs> martial arts school. That's just like authentic, you know, yeah. the master comes out 20 minutes late and you just are going to be stretching for 20 minutes. We're going to do, you know, standing punching for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. no, I don't, we're not there yet. Yeah. We have Maybe not. in the future, we have but I don't think it. it'll ever be because I don't think the saturation mm -hmm. of what we, of our businesses or our industry is ever going to get to that. No, I don't think so either. Especially now with the the demographics that we pull. I mean, when is the last time you heard? I, I can't wait to take my eight year old to the dingy dank dungeon yeah. of martial arts. Yeah. All right, guys. Last one up on the list is the idea that your branding can generate customers for you. I so agree. We, we talked again about staying top of mind, making sure that people like to see your brand. But even then, all the way through this podcast, we've talked about how if people identify with your vision and mission and they're excited about what they're doing and they're wearing their shirt and they're ready and willing to give referrals, all of those steps will eventually drive people back to you yep. through this, which is kind of interesting because a lot of times we want to ask for referrals, but maybe the customers aren't on board with what we do or they don't understand what you're doing. Then you have maybe a lack of a vision coming from the owner. And now the customer's like, well, we're here to learn Taekwondo, but that's such a finite thing yeah. that uh, it's hard to get the, to generate the referrals that you would want to get. And generating customers isn't specifically about referrals, but making sure that you said having that brand with values, vision, and mission mean that people can align themselves with that. And if you don't have those things, people can't align themselves with what you do. They can only align themselves with what you think they do. And that's either hit or miss. I agree. That's, that's right on the head. 
in a nutshell, if you want to just put this in the most simplistic way of thinking, <laughs> uh, if you're going to start a business, then you basically need to figure out why. Why are you starting a business? What are you trying to accomplish? And once you figure out the mission, then you start figuring out how am I going to accomplish this mission? Like, what is that going to look like? And that's where your processes and processes come in. And then you start thinking, well, how do we want to present ourselves to the, the public? And some of us, I always relate a business back to a human being because there's a lot of similarities. You know, you have your heart as how are you treating other people? You have your brain of how you're like, what is your expertise? Um, even like your clothing, how do you present yourself? Even like the way you do your hair. Are you going to wear a suit? Are you going to wear, you know, some jogging pants? Like how are you, why do you want to present? Because that each different outfit Represent. could appeal to different types of people. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're running a CrossFit gym, jogging pants and a tank top. Boom. Good. Or, you know, skinny jeans and like a t-shirt would be like a tattoo place. Like that would be their attire. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the going, that also relates to the logo. So who are you mm -hmm. trying to attract with that logo? And it's, again, there's a balance between who you're trying to attract and what are you going to be proud about? <clears throat> And once you have all that in place, then the only the only thing that needs to happen is you need to drive that branding or the mission and be consistent with it. The second thing is over time. You have to consistently do this mm -hmm. and then eventually people are going to be like, you know what? That's what they do. Right. But you have to prove it too. Yep. Over yeah. In the beginning, you have that, you know, spike where it's like a new business and you get the buzz. But then that quickly fades but then you have to do real work and really impress your customers because once you have that that little micro base of people and you really treat them the best that you can and really wow them then they're going to tell everybody else and they're mm -hmm. going to bring you know um, similar minded people and then mm -hmm. this is where your business starts to grow but the beginning is so crucial and this is where i really screwed up where i just Started teaching. Yep. All right. Yep. I figured it out. You know, I sat down and opened my computer up. And I do have a design. I would consider a design background. I've been designing a long time. But I didn't really put a, much, a lot of thought on how is this going to appeal to my target market. Hmm. And even our logo, I don't know if it really appeals to anybody, but I think people recognize it now. Uh, but that's that's my opinion. And that's kind of the simple, simplistic way of thinking about how you start and then grow a business. Can't say you're wrong. <laughs> Love it. All right, guys. Well, that is it for episode number. Don't do it. <laughs> no number. <laughs> so we've decided, actually, guys, if you're if you're listening, is we're not going to be doing the live shows just because it was just getting a little too crazy with our schedules. But we still will continue to do these podcasts. And I just want to, after saying all that, I just want to clarify why we do this. The reason why we do this is solely to help any of you who are out there um, either grow or start or improve your martial arts business because we've been there and I've gone I've been going on 13 years you're about the same and this is something that we are doing to give back That's plain it. and simple so it's good times lots yep. of lots of fun hanging out so anyway we will see you guys next time thanks for tuning in and we will uh, enjoy the rest of our afternoon see Hope you next you time too. bye